feeling good? Fabulous. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. We are back in once again, Broken Generation. To my right, I've got a young man named... Danger. To my left, I've got a young lady named... Tash Fruitco. Awesome. So Tash Fruitco is, how would we call her? The... I was going to say rainbow lady, but we just discussed. She's there not, is she's, not there is, she's not a rainbow lady. Um, she's a colourful lady who's had a great past. And we're going to converse about that. She's had, um, been in the news quite a bit. Um, had loads of conversations around, or been spurred a lot of conversations in the community. So that's great. Um, specifically around some of the work that she's done. So let's get into this, guys. Splendid. <laughs> so Tash, um, let's say, how would you describe yourself? Uh, colourful. Um, pretty confident and a lady on a mission <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it Tasha so talk about um, so we're, so most of our viewers will know you from things as of recent from Hopar Street so you've been kind of involved with or kind of leading the Hopar Street um, transformation awesome you've done a plethora of other streets um, I may do other streets in the future mm-hmm. possibly yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good um, so let's talk about specifically Hopar Street so What's, what's brought on or the desire to do what you did yeah, at Hope Yeah, so um, I'm not from Gloucester originally, I'm from Essex. And I came to Gloucestershire in 1999 to go to Hartbury College. So I used to be a dressage horse rider. Yeah, yeah. And um, that kind of all stopped when I was 21. Ended up living in Cheltenham. Um, I inherited some money, wanted to make a business, and I started buying houses in a state of disrepair to rent students. And it all made sense in Cheltenham to do it because St Paul's, where I live, is all student houses. Yeah, yeah. So I, I bought a couple there and then I went on this crazy three-month road trip around France and Italy in the back of a VW Polo. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Which I was telling you guys about earlier. Yeah, you can get a bed in the back of a Polo. <laughs> and, um, and then I got back, back to Cheltenham and I was like, right, I'll need to, you know, quite like to buy some more houses. And it was just so expensive in Cheltenham. And my housemate said to me, why don't you live in Gloucester? And so I... Got in the car, had a little Google search, yeah. found some places that were potentially up for sale, um, ended up buying a property, and then a few more in quite quick succession because I had a really cool builder. And I just wasn't happy with how the city looked. And I wasn't happy with people's mentality and mindset of the city. Yeah, yeah. So loads of people are negative when they say they live in Gloucester, which is just like, it's nuts because it's a beautiful city. I love the city. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, it's an absolutely wonderful city, but a lot of it looks like it needs a bit of TLC. And I think that's the same with any town and city, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. But I now had this opportunity and the desire to make the streets that I bought houses on look better. I mean, why wouldn't I? Like, it makes yeah, yeah. total sense. Yeah, yeah. Plus, when we were doing up a house, I'm quite lazy, so there was quite a lot of time where I wanted to skive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'd, like, find any opportunity to go and talk to, like, the neighbours and, you know, sort out their rubbish, fly tipping, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just made sense. Why don't I paint the fronts of their houses bright colours? Because I know how powerful colour is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I've, I've lived a really colourful life. Yeah, I've so, travelled a do lot. You, do you have a favourite colour? Oh, probably the, this colour. Purple? Like fuchsia, yeah. A fuchsia, okay, yeah, yeah. And I tried to colour match this dress, actually, for my house. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I yeah. took my dress into being cute. <laughs> and uh, no, I think I was wearing it and I think I was like put it up you know up on the couch yeah, yeah, yeah. to try and colour match it well they couldn't get it because it's too vivid like sometimes oh. you can't get like the pigments in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, the, in them so anyway so um, I bought a few houses 
and then I painted one of them like light pink and everyone just kicked off on the street. It was like, you're not allowed to paint your house that colour. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And they thought that there was some sort of rules against it because the whole street was just grey yeah. or, or cream. Yeah. So I, I had to do like a quick contacting the council, which took about two months for them to get back to me, to find out am I actually allowed to paint houses? And they were like, yeah, as long as it's not in a conservation area. So I then bought some houses on Nettleton Road and you know, really proud of what we did there because when I bought the property, when I googled Nettleton Road, all it came up with was murder. Yeah. There'd been like three murders on Nettleton right. Road. And I knew that part of the city centre of Gloucester because yeah, yeah. I used to work here. I used to be a door-to-door -door sales rep. Yeah, yeah. And we always used to kind of avoid the city centre of Gloucester. Yeah. Because um, we were like scared of it. I mean, it sounds so nuts now because there's like really nothing to be scared of. But anyway, fact, yeah. I was like 21, so I thought, you know, everyone had given it such a bad rep. So yeah. I just went on that. And then um, I remember I was sat in Station Road car park one really, really miserable December morning. Yeah. And I just looked at this row of houses and I thought, you know what? There's the canvas. It's yeah. city centre. It's like 12 houses. I'm going to paint them bright colours. And I did it. And you know what? I did it in secret. Didn't want anyone to know it was me. We were painting those houses at minus five in January yeah. 2018. <laughs> wow. I didn't want anyone. I wanted to be like a Banksy. So, so which, which is the first, first street you So painted? Nettleton Road. Nettleton Road, yeah, okay. Yeah, so 2018 painted them. We only painted like five or six because I could yeah. only get those permissions. And then uh, the local press got hold of it and then the national press and then it went viral on the internet. Okay. Now, I didn't even have a smartphone until yeah. that point. An old Nokia C2. Yeah. I am well old school. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in social media. wasn't interested in being in the media. Yeah. wouldn't even have my photograph taken. Yeah. In fact, I wouldn't even give them my surname. <laughs> and then they said, we think we've got your surname, but we don't know how to spell it. And my whole life, my surname's been misspelled. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I thought, you know what, they can have that. And then the next day, the national press came round and it's quite funny it was this reporter you couldn't write it had like a reporter's jacket on yeah. <laughs> i could just tell still like the notebook i'm like you're hi you're a journalist he went yes i'm from southwest news service and i'm like okay yeah. and i got on really well with him we had to wait a couple of hours for a photographer to turn up and it was a really good opportunity for him to get to know who i was yeah. and the psychology behind what i do yeah. and i took him into the two houses that i own on that street and they're like crazy i mean i used to decorate i used to run i used to run my own music festival yeah. so i know how to like decorate and make somewhere look amazing so i took him into the houses and he was just like say what like yeah. these are wicked <laughs> and the gardens look like festivals yeah. so the story came out in the national press the next day and he called me an artist Tash yeah. Fruit Co artist. So I've never been called an artist right. before. Really pissed my brother off because he was the artist of He's the He's the real artist, yeah. He like texted me yeah. straight away. Yeah, piss artist, Tash. <laughs> not not proper artist, you know, Central St. Martin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was quite amusing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so went on from there and then that gave me the confidence to then take that template yeah. to, the, to what's now known as the Rainbow Street, which is St. Mark Street. And that was really cool because that all happened in lockdown one. Yeah. So, wow. you know, we were landlords, so we didn't have to stay inside. Okay. And, you know, let's paint a street that's outside. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we did that all in lockdown one. And that was so cool because I think we kind of kept a lot of people on that street's sanity because we got everyone included that we could like yeah. to get involved. And, uh, you know, that hit national press. Mm -hmm. 
and again took us like three months because yeah. we went through, went through like eight painters so are you are you actually we'll go, we'll go through this in a second but yeah. are you asking each individual house yeah okay. absolutely so process. you know my whole how i start on a street is quite canny actually because i need to fix the street before i paint it yeah so i'm not buying houses on streets that are necessarily nice yeah you know they've got massive antisocial behavior problems the main one is the littering and fly tipping like these streets look neglected yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what's really rubbish is that they're making loads of money generating loads of money for landlords because every street i've painted in the city so far yeah. is 80 percent plus rented wow oh, okay. so you know wow. look at that psychology yeah. so back in the day that would have been owner occupied Everyone would have had total love and, um, you know, desire to keep that street looking good. But when they all passed away, there was just this big rental market boom in Gloucester. So loads of people bought the houses mm -hmm. and then kind of sucked the soul out of that street. Yeah. Yeah. But in the, in the, you know, at the same time, making loads of profit. Yeah, yeah. So why is my attitude so different? So I'm a landlord. Yeah. If I buy a house on a street... I love that. I love. I, I fall in love with the house, like yeah, I nurture, yeah, yeah. and then I fall in love with the street, and then I fall in love with the people on the street. And I just want to make that street. So look you're, you're you're a different type of landlord because most landlords are thinking of the dollar sign, oh. um, or the pound sign, should I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pound yeah, sign, yeah. yeah. Or the crypto in the future, we'll see. <laughs> uh, and uh, they're thinking about profit. Um, so you as a landlord going in thinking about not just not necessarily profit in and of itself, but thinking about actually improving the street, oh, improving the community, um, the psychology behind it and all that stuff is, is a big difference. A big absolutely. Difference and and until uh, the re most recent project, Hopewell Street, I have self-funded the projects. Yeah, well, so guess what? Well, I've given pretty much all of my profit well. to the city of Gloucester and the people of Gloucester to improve the look of it yeah. because the, the knock-on effect of when you improve yeah. when you vastly improve the appearance of somewhere where people live yeah, yeah. everything else just starts falling into place yeah. so people will start having pride you know people are starting to say I really like Gloucester I really like living on these streets yeah yeah facts you know it's amazing and then people take care of it it's like mm. you create your own army like everyone starts yeah, yeah, working yeah. together everyone's met each other during the transformation which is one of the things one of the reasons why I reached out to you because I've, I've seen and um, I've heard in terms of conversations people feeling better about that, that area specifically Hopewell Street because when I walk down there my barber is literally around the corner um, not not the barber on the corner though. No disrespect. <laughs> he's a decent barber, but just techie. Just techie. Just techie. He doesn't fade like anyway. Anyway, sorry. Um, but I, I saw people smiling, and and the response to what's done in Hopewell Street. I was talking to you about um, like a TikTok I saw of a young girl who was like dancing in the street, and all these good things are real positive things for the people in that in that area. So I. I for, for, for me I just want to applaud you for that oh, well done you. well done and especially in terms of you saying that for a number of the ones that you were doing previously that you paid and funded it yourself like I love Gloucester I ain't doing that no, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, it takes it takes exactly yeah, 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 yeah I know and I, I you know I was actually quite embarrassed to kind of talk about it because yeah. it sounds like there must be some hidden agenda that's, a, that's a, no but that's why I think it's yeah. really important to say and that it's because no hidden agenda there's no, yeah it's just perfect. complete love and yeah, yeah. desire and want to make people's lives better honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no other hidden agenda yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what's really great about what i'm doing is that you know I, after the rainbow square so i went yeah, back yeah. to nettleton road and mm -hmm. then i did that whole square and that was just like catapulted again like it was just whoa because now i could start introducing 
these massive murals into the rows of colourful houses. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people doing like mural, like Chatham Paint Festival's amazing, like mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, but then they just, you know, they take the sides of buildings and paint them. Whereas mine is a whole, it's like a year and a half project. Yeah. So I go in, I'm fixing all the issues with the street, I'm uniting that community. And honestly, I wear about six different hats. The painting of the houses, is just the final piece yeah. of the puzzle. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. like the easy bit. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's the thing that people see, but so these other hats that you're holding or you're, you're putting on, tell us a bit more about that. So I have a lot of experience when it comes to the littering and the fly tipping issues, the poor standard of housing. You know, landlords, rogue landlords, we've got so many in the city. And unfortunately, the council who are custodians of our city, yeah. they just don't have the staff. So it's like the city's spun into a whole world of chaos. Yeah. And you know, the reason why you have these streets that look like they've been so neglected and why people don't want to live there or like loads of bad stuff's happening yeah. is because it's just kind of become a bit lawless. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to sort out all of those issues before I paint the street. Otherwise, you know, imagine me doing it and then flying off like Mary Poppins <laughs> and the street just goes back to looking. Yeah, yeah, crap. No, I hear that, I hear that. That would break my heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you will, you'll see me like around the city at five o'clock in the morning litter picking. I was down Hopewell Street this morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, sorting out problems on Barton Street as well now. And my next street, which is in the same area, which is High Street. Oh, you're announcing oh. it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nice. That okay. doesn't make me that. But, okay. you know, High Street's Why? the project for next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is massive. like just like insanely yeah. stupidly massive. That is <laughs> like, I did So like, are you going to... Are we going to talk about that? Because like, yeah, yeah. You sure? Are you sure? Because yeah. I think that's going to transform everything in terms of oh, different street. cultures. Absolutely. Like high street is a big thing in terms of the demographics that's, that's in that area. Yes, the amount of streets that's in that area. Um, I'm mad excited to hear to see what that looks like. And you know, I've had my eye on high street for ages. Of course, yeah. I have. But you know, I also had my eye on Hatewell Street because yeah. in November 2021, this is before I did the Rainbow Square. I decided, and you know, I'm, I must come across as being quite mad. Not like mad. I, I, dro I drove around the city Slightly to find... Slightly strange, actually. I, I drove yeah. around Gloucester, yeah. well, I kind of knew where to go, actually, to find the street that had the most amount of problems. Oh, purposely. Why? Oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's what I did. I set myself out a little mission one, one Monday morning at 7am, yeah, yeah. like, just going... And I went to Hopewell Street yeah. because... I kind of had an inkling that there were issues there because a couple of years before I'd driven down, I'd reported 27 fly tips on that okay. street to the council. Yeah. And as I was driving down the street, I think I wound my window down. My dinner, it's electric, but it sounds better, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I am old school, but yeah, I've got yeah. electric windows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a guy on the street, and it's so funny because I now know exactly who he is. Okay, and I, I said to him, I said, What's, what do you think's happened to your street? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's gone wrong here? And he went, I've been here for 60 years and it's just gone to, mm. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, and I kind of, I couldn't devote enough time to it then. I just had the, it was on my radar. Yeah. So I went there and I literally, I'd had a smartphone for like three months. So now, oh goodness, now I can video, can't yeah. I? Before I couldn't. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, right. I arrived on this Hopewell Street and I'm like, oh my God, this is really bad. And I remember I, I Googled like the Environment Protection Act and like what, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Clean Neighbourhoods and something Act 2005. Like yeah. the city council need to be picked up here for like failing. Yeah. And I, I think I read out some legislation while starting on my video. <laughs> and I walked up and down Oakwell Street. And I don't know, at the end of it, I was angry. Yeah. I was like really upset that I was seeing kids walking through that on the way to school because it's quite a busy street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, quite yeah. a busy cut through Oakwell Street. And I just thought, you know what? 
I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and fix it. And I was blagging it big time. Do you think yeah. I honestly knew how to properly do it? Yeah. No, but yeah, obviously I do. Yeah. You've got to trust your gut, haven't you? And um, I was there literally for every day. I was like a chicken, like Amazing. a yeah, like a chicken on a nest of eggs. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there on seven o'clock in the morning in the pouring rain, making sure fly tipping, recycling. I think I delivered like 160 green recycle boxes. Yeah, yeah. You know, black bags, educations, 27 different nationalities on that street, and 84 wow. percent of the houses are rented. Wow. So like, you know, yeah. when you just look at the correlations, all random, of these is streets. That, random question: Is that the same landlord? No, no, multiple not different? at all. Oh, okay. No, loads of different ones. At the start of the street, it was all one landlord, and yeah, that was yeah. one of the big, yeah, big yeah. bit, big bits of the jigsaw puzzle. I see it when I start on the street. Chuck out like, I would say St Mark Street was a five hundred piece. Yeah. You know, Rainbow Square another like five hundred. Hopewell Street was a thousand. I think yeah. High Street might be a couple of thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's alright. I've got little that's things. I've got stuff that's. I'm already in the planning stage. Yeah, There's yeah. loads of stuff happening behind the scenes. Um, but no, Hopewell Street's just been the most insane success. So, so let's dive into one more area. Yeah. So let's talk about you specifically. Yeah. So where are you? Where are you born? Where are you from? So I'm born in Oxford. Yeah. Moved to Essex when I was about five. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, kind of just wanted to run away from home when I finished school. Yeah. So I didn't get. Didn't want to go to university. I was going to be like a really like good dressage horse rider, but. Unfortunately, I found the people really boring. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I was talent spotted as like the next best dressage rider, but yeah. that was a weird set of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I went to, I ended up living in a mobile home on mm. a horse yard in Buckinghamshire because I just didn't get on. I've got three older brothers and we just fought all the time. Yeah. And I was in this mobile home and I don't know if you've ever slept to winter in a mobile home. I've never been in a mobile home. It is absolutely freezing, condensation city. And I think there were two dogs with fleas and it was horrible. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to get that UCAS book. The one that I know, I was the only person at school that didn't get it. And I'm going to get that UCAS book and I just filled in my own application. And I think I I let on to my parents that I was going for an interview after I'd had the interview. Okay. Yeah, so I ended up going there, Hartbury College, and I met my now, you know, partner. We've been together for 24 years. He didn't go. He wasn't at Hartbury. He's like nine years older. Met in a nightclub in Cheltenham. As you do. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, we got together a couple of years after. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I just got. It was just obvious to stay in Cheltenham, but. Since I've been, you know, doing stuff in Gloucester, I've actually kept one of the houses. Oh, on, um, Yeah, so I keep that as my Gloucester home. So we kind of, we kind of go from home to home. I'm renting my house out in Cheltenham at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, but yeah, I love yeah. it, you know. And I, there's no way I would have like stayed on those streets unless yeah. I'd painted them as a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. And the street I've got in Cheltenham looks really boring now. And everyone's like, why don't you paint that one? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so that's what I was yeah. going to ask. Yeah, oh, have, have you got plans to expand? So is your projects are currently only in Gloucester. Yeah. Is there plans to expand? Because. There's other areas around Gloucester, not Gloucester, mm. but course. Stride, Cam, Dursley, that could do with some brightening up. Yeah, we know I've been asked by loads of places, haven't uh, I? But do course, you honestly yeah. think I'm going to up sticks and leave Gloucester? No <laughs> chance, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. This is I'm devoted to this city. I love it. No, I love it. I that love would it. be so out of order. Yeah, I'm just like going to go to Cheltenham now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd hate I'd hate her if she did that. <laughs> yeah, but no chance. No, all the all the projects are here, but Amazing. people don't. Uh, understand that you know I do this all voluntarily yeah, up until now I've paid for it myself and I do have a business to run so yeah. 
and you know these projects take you know what you see is five weeks but yeah. it's not it's like a year and a half that yeah. Hakewell Street and still today like I'm still you know a bit nervous about leaving it so I'm there every morning and I've got someone checking it at night yeah. for me do you know what I mean it's like a bit over the top no but I like the way you speak of it like a, like a hen and eggs absolutely because, because there's still some there's still an attachment to it it's not like you just dropped a bomb and ran away oh never mm. like still I, all of the streets that I've decorated I, I, I adopt them yeah. like yeah I'm the mother on all of them Mm. And you know there was an incident down Hopewell Street the other day. Someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> someone chat their cigarette butt in their garden, set fire to the next door's hedge. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, there was like three fire brigades down there. It was all well over the top for what it actually was. <laughs> but I think yeah. I had like twelve WhatsApp messages. <laughs> yeah. I was on my way down to Bristol. I was trying to like go out for like one night. Um, but yeah, I spun round, you know, yeah. turned around and came back right. to make sure everything was alright and it was fine. It was just looked like yeah. it was worse than what it was. But no, it's it is like a, a full Mary Poppins yeah. experience. Like I find a find a street that needs to be fixed, I fix it, and then you know yeah. she flies off, but I yeah. don't. Stay <laughs> around. Yeah, absolutely. Find the next street. Yeah. Mm. So in, in terms of community, um, conscious of time to be like, um, in terms of community. Um, how can the community support or help you, if that makes sense? Yeah, so I, I 100% need the, the community to, first of all, trust me yeah. and, to be, and to back what I'm doing. Yeah. And I just get such overwhelmingly positive responses from people. Yeah. And like everyone kind of knows who I am now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's getting a lot easier. But like you touched on earlier, I have to knock on every single house. Yeah. I have to convince the person that lives in the house to either try and speak to their landlord <laughs> to get them to ring me, which is tricky. Sometimes people don't speak English. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. But you know, there's always means and ways. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Nothing stops me. And um, the community have been insanely, like, you know, backing me in the Barton and Treadworth area because, yeah, yeah. you know, I was so excited to work in this part of the city. It's my favourite part. Mm. It's the most part, it's the, it's the only on. part of the city that feels like a city. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely fact. love it. That's and I fact. just can't believe, like, people's, like, majority of people have such negativity. And that, yeah. But they're only people that don't live it in yeah, the yeah. area. No, and people that don't go to the area. Because a lot of people say bad things about the area that they've never been. And they've never been. And they're scared. Yeah. And they're scared. It's but nuts. if they actually walk down the streets. Oh, absolutely. I, honestly, I couldn't have, I, I love it. Like, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually that's considering moving to Treadworth. Oh, like, nice. For real, yeah. Yeah, So, um, no, so absolutely the community play a complete like a huge role in it yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the children okay so um on this last project so I've, so up until now self-funded right yep. and it was just like can i really continue to do this so my business i'm a landlady right so yep. i've got i've got loads of mortgages so as we all know interest rates have gone sky high Facts. Yep. so you know that's going to massively affect me now mm. So can I really be donating that money to the city? I need to yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, hold back the reins a little bit. And just so happens, because things do align, I think if you're doing good stuff in the world, stuff, good yeah, things yeah, happen. Yeah. Karma. And, um, you know, this money became available through levelling up together, Gloucestershire County Council. Okay. So that came up, and it's quite, it's nuts, because they were able to get really up-to-date statistics from the census. Okay. So Barton and Treadworth was looked at as one of the most deprived parts of the county. And just just on that note, we did encourage people to do the census, can you remember? We did. Oh, yeah. We did. Powers, powers. But I tell you what, they knocked on your door if you didn't. Oh, they were like, oh, they were well on it. Really? Oh, my mate was one of the people doing it. <laughs> wow. It was quite good. She got ten pound fifty an hour. She was oh, nice. It. So yeah, 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 and like literally, you had to fill that form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was digital. Well, it was it was quite, digital yeah, they yeah. were quite relentless with that. 
Um, so yeah, so this this like census stats yeah. came up. So Gloucestershire County Council, well done, because no other county council applied for any kind of funding. Mm. And then it was like you can apply for some funding, and I'm like, well, hang on a minute. Yeah. Like, what I do is I think the dis- like definition of a place leveling up, yeah. you know, make somewhere look better, and other things will will you know slot into place. Yeah. You know, people people that haven't got a lot shouldn't be living in the worst looking areas. It's like a double no. Yeah. It's, not, it's not okay. It's just not okay. So I had to get all grown up and set myself up as like a company. Mm-hmm. That was quite weird. Didn't yeah, yeah. really want to do that, nor did I really want to get money off a council because yeah. I'm quite non-conformist. You know, yeah, yeah. I've done it all by myself. I've had no help from anyone. Do you not think that I asked the council for money? Yeah, they yeah. said no. Yeah. But this was the county council, so it's okay. very different from the city. And um, you know, I had support from the county councillor of the area, so I, you know, I, I was successful on my application. But they didn't give me all the money I need. I've still got to get a third of what I need. Yeah. So I'm now having to go through grant applications and stuff. Yeah. So you know, for me to really do what I want to do on High Street, I need more more funding. Yeah. But you know, I'll get it by any means and yeah, any yeah. means necessary. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, that's it. But no, community amazing. The children amazing. And I've been going into all the local schools. Oh, okay. And that has been like the highlight of this project. So na- name some schools. Oh, so Treadworth uh, Primary, oh, nice. Treadworth yeah, yeah, Infants, yeah. Yeah, um, Al Ashraf Junior, Al Ashraf Secondary Girls, Widden, and uh, Haverley Infants. So oh, that's a real community. Yeah. yeah. That's literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, come on, kids, you're yeah. coming on this colourful adventure with me. And they're like, <laughs> I do assemblies at the school. And I'm like, right, who wants more Rainbow Streets? Oh, you've got those sites, like, yeah. nuts. I can imagine, I can imagine with the younger children. Yeah, it, it wicked. And I've got these, like, I've got the old Travel Fox trainers that I wore. I had a documentary made about me. It's called Painting the Rainbow City. It's just on YouTube. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. I didn't, like, I just, I've got the copyright to it. It didn't go, like, major, but it was nice. Yeah. It documented my work. And I've got the trainers in it. And I said to the last assembly I did, I said to the kids, every time you see the trainers, shout trainers. Well, the yeah. trainers were in it like 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> it shows their watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, all bring yeah. the kids in like, shh. And I'm like, oh. I'm just going to make them go mental now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why not? And then it was just so cool because the kids were like coming to the street after school and stash and, you know, I was in, introducing them to the painters and, you know, they, they are the people that I want to inspire the most. Yeah, yeah. But it seems to be like multi-generational. Like we're getting people from all ages like yeah, loving yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. I think it's really important that something this big's happening in yeah. the Barton and Treadworth area. Yeah. You know, everyone can see what is happening. Yeah, it's yeah, not like something big's happening behind a closed door. Yeah. This is like in your face, high impact. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, lo- I love um, inspirational people or people who are inspired and actually live it out. So I think a lot of people just talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been in conversations and to some extent I've been a talker as well. So I'm not like downplaying everyone but talking is one thing but may take an action is another thing and i think you're inspiring other people to take action absolutely and there will 100 percent be yeah. a ripple effect from yeah. what i'm doing yeah. you know i did it all off my own back totally off my own back it's so courageous it's really ballsy you know do you not think that i've filled with self-doubt at yeah, so yeah, many yeah. times yeah. and i never think the next project's gonna like be better than the one before but they just seem to be getting better and better and better yeah, yeah. and that's like the drive to keep me wanting to do it because it's really hard work it's full on yeah. and then it's not just the, the the fixing of the street and the gaining of the permissions it's then the whole street paint but then it's the whole media that i attract with it as yeah. well 
So I mean, I've been out on Sky News last week, GB News. I've been in conversations with a big Australian TV channel yeah, yeah, yeah. that are going to have me live on their breakfast show this week. You know, I've been in the Times newspaper. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. and and every every interview I do. I massively big up Barton and Treadworth yeah, yeah, because yeah. exactly what it needs. And you know yeah. what? It doesn't matter that I'm not from the area because you know what? Most people aren't. Yeah, it's a fact. You know, we're all outsiders, really. I mean, yeah. I'm from a Lithuanian Jewish peasant family originally. <laughs> My parents ended up in Africa, you know, yeah, and I've ended right. up in Gloucester now. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter where you're from. If you've got in, if you've got if you've got a vision and you can do it, just do it. Yeah. yeah. Tash, we were talking about um, your love for colour. So let's talk about colour theory. Is there any kind of colour theory, colour science that comes into your mind when you think about what should be coloured, what next, you know what I mean? Colour, um, contrast and that stuff. Uh, clashing works. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, everyone says, how do you choose colours? Well, it's always, I let the people that live in the house have the first dibs. Oh, amazing. Of course. Oh, but like some of them, like just let me choose colour, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, any colour looks good next to any colour. But on the streets, I go as vibrant as I can. Yeah. And that's what's, made, that's what's got these streets in the headlines because of how vividly painted they are. It's like so daring. Like he paints the house lime green and orange, but yeah. you know what? There are places around the world that have inspired me. You know, places like Bocarp in Cape Town, Burano in Venice. So I've been to all these places. Yeah. So it's like colour has always been a massive part of my life. I've always dressed in really vivid colours. I've always worn a flower in my hair. Have you got any tattoos? No. No. No, I feel, like, I feel like you should have like a colourful tattoo. No, I don't, I'm not really into You're not into tattoos, no? No. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so, and colour, psychologically, is just completely key to design. And, you know, in build design, it should be everywhere. Build environment is too drab at the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you walk around, you should feel like you are, you know, like Mary Poppins reference again, when they jump into the watercolour. Yeah. You know, they have the most fun time. It's like amazing. It's a bit like, like an acid trip. <laughs> like, why should you not? It should, your, your whole life should feel like this, right? So, you know, we all, we all love that week holiday in Italy or like going to a festival. That's like the highlight of the year. Yeah. And people, or like someone's wedding or something like that you're celebrating. And people seem to dress differently for those events. And normally yeah. they'll wear something colourful, they'll put glitter or they'll put flowers in their hair or they'll wear like a headdress. Why can't you be like that three, six, five days of the year? Yeah, facts. That is how I live my life. And when I walk around or drive around, I want to feel inspired by the build environment. So it's like I see the city like a massive canvas, like a theatre or a film set. And at the minute, a lot of it just needs to be painted (laughs) to be brought back to life. Because what we've got here is already beautiful, but it's just years of neglect and people not loving it. And someone to orchestrate yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these big street paints, it takes an individual to do it. It's not going to come from you know a few people on a street painting their house. I get the whole street on board, mm. and that is like a mammoth task. And the more houses I get, the better the street looks. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great. drive. <laughs> that's a I le- so one of the things that I love about um, Whole Park Street specifically, but all of the streets that you've done, um, well, the Rainbow Square specifically as well, is that you've got like a memorial mural. A mural. mural. That's a better word. Most people say yeah. mural. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> so many people. I, I can't even say it. I was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a terrible GCSEs. Uh, so, so um, you've always got one of those. with all your books behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> humbly, I try, I try to be humble. Spell check. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
in, so in terms of like what what inspires you to do that what's to what inspires you to do that kind of memorial oh the murals, murals so i don't sorry. paint the murals so okay. that's like i commission artists to do mm. it so when you have a look at a street scene so the rows of victorian terrace houses there'll always be a house at the end and that has what has a gable wall on it now that is just a massive canvas yeah, normally yeah. like you know you're talking like eight by ten meters and there's been like a street art scene for years. I mean, it yeah, started yeah. back in the early hip hop days. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've been hanging out in Bristol and you know, all around the world. Bristol's known been... for that one, that's exactly. crazy. Exactly, yeah, yeah. now that's kind of been where I've been hanging out for like the last 25 years. So this has all been quite normal to me, but it's only been in like the last kind of 10 years where commissioning artists in cities yeah. has happened before it was all illegal. Yeah. And you know, back in 2002, I actually went to Cheltenham Borough Council because I actually got permission from people's uh, murals uh, on the end of Gable Ends and St Paul's in Cheltenham. Oh, and I actually went to the council with this, I mean, I must have been absolutely nuts, I was only like 23. And I sat there and I'm like, well, I want to bring like some of this artwork to the side of the buildings. That's some, you know, some of the students from Pittville campus that were up for it. I mean, we hadn't even thought, like, how do you get to the top of that? I mean, it was all, like, a bit cookie, la la. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, I sat with them, and they just, you know, all they could go on about was the fact that Cheltenham has just been tagged really badly, especially by one tag. Well, I'm, I knew the person who's tagged that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite awkward. Anyway, he's been, turned out to be, like, a pretty good artist now. So, you know, it does all happen from there. But what's really wonderful is that each of the projects is evolving. So... The Rainbow Street is just, it's 40 houses from the 52 that are painted bright and vivid colours. No murals on that street. I wanted to do one at the end, but it was just too difficult. And I couldn't get permission from the house that I wanted to do it on. Um, the Rainbow Square, amazing. That's like 27 houses linked with two massive murals. And then Hopewell Street, even more exciting. So, you know, I now start bringing even more creativity into it. So there's a mural, of course, linked with like two-tone yeah, stupidly yeah. vivid houses on Barton <laughs> Street. Honestly, I thought, I, I had to drive around a few times and thinking maybe I've made a mistake. <laughs> I said, it'll be fine. They're like my six favourite colours as well from yeah, the palette. Yeah. So um, beautiful. We're, we're trying to name them at the moment. We might call them the Barton Beauties, oh. like the three houses. Yeah, I'm doing a leaflet at the moment because I always do a leaflet to accompany the um, street paint. Um, but what's really cool is that there's like a rainbow staircase. Have you yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen so that. that was all a ripple effect from the project. And then on Barton Street, there's the three two-tone colourful doors. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it evolves even more. So, you know, every time I go, there was like this big courtyard. So I met the people that owned it and I was like, could I transform it? And they were like, what are you thinking? I'm like, well, I'll knock up a quick design. <laughs> so we did a mural there. My other half painted that one. And then I went to home base and got like 500 quid's worth of plants donated. Like what, you know, yeah. brilliant. And then made that into like a community garden. And then there's an alleyway, which no one's really seen because it's private, but that was like, now it's like a festival. Yeah. And then I did like a little door installation on Hopewell Street. You've seen that? The door industry. Yeah, outside the car. Oh, yeah, 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 those different doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, so yeah, yeah. I've been doing stuff with doors for years. <laughs> How weird does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Not you know, doors with holes. <laughs> yeah, so. I'd say, sorry. I was so, like, back in 2006, I ran my music festival in Chicksbury. And yeah, yeah. I needed to decorate a whole festival site. So the festival called? Uh, the Seventh Sun Festival. Okay. You probably won't have heard of it because it's not even, not even on the internet. But it was all from like the rave scene, sound systems yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I started using doors to build like bars and stages out of. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so it kind of stemmed from there. And then they started going into all the garden designs for my student houses. 
So it was really nice to do that as like my first kind of public installation of doors. It's quite wacky and no one really gets it, but it's great to have a photo shoot in front of. But to be fair, the whole past street, yeah, I was literally about to say that. Like the amount of pictures I've taken on whole past street is amazing because there's loads of different backdrops. Yeah. And it actually gives like, it feels like you're stepping into like a studio. Absolutely. It's that is like a one backdrop of the key of... things. So like you want the legacy of those yeah. streets to be so they're utilised by creatives. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised that, you know, film companies haven't picked up on the Rainbow Street and the Rainbow Square. Like there's been no yeah. one that have filmed. I mean it would make the most amazing aerial shots, yeah, you know, yeah. for like a B and Q advert. Yeah. yeah. There was talks, but there were some serious talks actually, yeah. but it all kind of fell through. Um but yeah, like literally painting the scenery <laughs> of what we've already got turning it into like masterpieces and huge outdoor art galleries yeah. because not a lot of people understand that when you go into the more and I hate using the word it's and it's just what it's described as is the more deprived parts of cities and towns quite often those kids aren't ever going to go to an art gallery no. so I'm bringing that art to their doorstep and they're living within a canvas yeah. that is really cool and really important to me yeah. Stunning. A question I wanted to ask, a bit off topic. Have you ever had any backlash off a landlord when they've come out and seen the colour and said, no, I don't like that colour? Um, we, recently we had one about, about painting a gate. <laughs> so they, um, yeah, we were a bit naughty. So it's part of the door installation actually, and there was a side gate, and the landlady was, you know, she came around to letting me paint it. It's one of the houses we had to paint grey, because some people I just cannot convince to go for a colour. So it's fine for there to be a couple of grey houses on the street because you know there's like three thousand shades of grey. So she had, yeah. like, she, had, she had one that was like quite purpley grey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and then we were there doing the door installation right at the end of the Hope Park Street transformation because it was kind of it wasn't essential to do that. It was you know it was kind of like the last the final little stage. And we had all these colourful paints and we just sort of gone, let's, uh. let's paint the gate really crazy colours. And of course, soon found out the next day, all the old lot from the street were out there photographing it and sending it to the landlady. <laughs> so I had to like just ring up the landlady and say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, I did take the mickey a bit by doing it, but can we keep it like that until yeah. we've had all the press there, people have taken photographs and then we'll paint it back and I'll colour match your house. Okay. And it's quite funny because um, I was on GB News on Sunday and they came and filmed me on Tuesday maybe. And it's funny because that, that actually got into the footage, the gate, before yeah. it was painted back to grey. <laughs> so we've got, we've got it on record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the, um, most landlords are, are, are really good. Like, they're quite happy that they're getting their houses painted for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there are a few that don't let me paint the house. And that's yeah. owners and landlords. And that's a real shame because they stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, they do, yeah, We've yeah. got quite a few on the Rainbow Street and St. Mark Street that weren't painted. And, you know, some people are saying, oh, you know, the street's starting to look run down. It's like, well, that's the houses that aren't painted. Mm -hmm. Or people will sell their house quite soon after I paint them because it has proven to increase the house price. Hey, by I was going to ask that question. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, you know, what, it's annoying because people think that I've done it for that and I so haven't and they put, they've put that in all the media stories for Hopewell Street and there was nothing written about that in what I released as a press release they were using past information from stories but you know they have to use an angle the press like it's just how it works <laughs> yeah, they have to yeah that's it so um, yeah a few of them have put their houses up for sale and then yeah. the people that have bought them have done work on them and then like not repainted them so, <laughs> like, so it kind of looks like you know that's yeah. my fault and it's like oh, no it's not yeah, but it, it, to some extent obviously it's, if they if they're the rentals if it that is like, if the house prices are going up 
and it's a positive but in the sense of that's not a determined that's not a desire for you that's yeah. a that's a what's the word that's just a ramification that's the ripple effects of yeah yeah doing something that's great yeah no for sure you know of course it increases your house prices it's yeah. increasing the desirability of the street it's just that is just what happens but I'm very aware of that. And one of the things that I'm also really aware of is a gentrification. So, you know, I last thing I want to do is go into an area and like make it so good that, you know, all the people that live there can't afford to live there anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I'm totally aware. I know the market. I know exactly what's going on in particularly yeah. places like Barton and Treadworth. And I don't think that that's going to be an issue there. I mean, I've yeah. seen it happen in, in uh, St. Paul's in Bristol. Like it's a very different scene there from what it was 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it still looks pretty rough. <laughs> the street. But you know what? People quite like it. It's all part, it's all part of that culture. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so, yeah. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what the ripple effects of not just your journey and what you do is the ripple effects that it has on other people and their journeys and where it comes from as well. Because I think bringing hope is one thing as well. Um, and seeing you take the action to do things is going to make other people take actions um, and I really want to see what that looks like for other people as well yeah so. no for sure it's like a basic kind of principle that when people can see that they're being invested in not mm-hmm. financially mm-hmm. but you know my heart and soul goes into these projects yeah. I literally become the street mother yeah, you know yeah. I know every single person on that street it's like the most magical thing because I love people and I want to make people's lives happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know... You, you come across as quite magical, too. Oh, it's... Oh, you see, the Hopewell Street, wow. It's yeah. like we started from one end, Barton Street, and we made a rainbow. Yeah. Round to Rycross Street. It was just like, this is insane. And, you know, at the start, everyone's like, oh, what colours are you going to have? What colours do you have? I'm like, don't choose your colours. Yeah. Like, well, wait, we're going to build this rainbow, and then by the time we get to you, it's going to be obvious what colour you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as soon as you put the pinks and purples, the kids are just like, I want that one, I want that one. If you left it to the kids, the streets would be pink and purple. <laughs> yeah, the whole picture. Yeah, and it's like, there are loads of other colours. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's when you have to, like, hold the hand, do the, like, you know, colour consultation. You know, in the background, the landlord's, you know, probably doesn't even know. But yeah, I, yeah. Always say to the, I always say to the landlord, please let your tenant choose the colour of their house. Yeah. That's really important. And most of them are okay with that. And you know what? Those tenants will probably stay longer because yeah. they now love the living. You should see the responses we get of people on Hopewell Street. Yeah. They are so happy and loads of families and kids. Yeah, we, we, we spoke about um, during some of the things that happened about community. Um, so one of the things that happened during um, COVID was that a lot of people would come out and hit their pans and stuff like yeah. that. And that was one of the first times I actually said hello to my neighbours um, from across the street. And I think, I'm assuming, and that's the kind of things that's happened in Hope yeah. Street, that's, there's a reason for a community to be built. Absolutely. Whereas previously, there necessarily wasn't one. Even though we were close together, it's like... Absolutely. No like, why did it take for COVID for people yeah. to come out? Yeah. You know, we need to take a lesson from like our elders because yeah. they were all totally interlinked with their streets yeah. and had the Facts. most wonderful communities. 100%. And you know what? I know for a fact that if you get on with the people on your street, it's actually really wonderful to live on a street. And you know, if I can be that person that unites the community, and I do, yeah. like, I, I, I work really hard at that actually. Yeah. It's been really cool on Hopewell Street because there's quite a lot of older people and some of them have never met each other. Yeah. And I'm like, how come you've not met him? And how come you've not met them? Let me introduce you. Hey. And because oh, wow. we had that common, because we were like creating this, you know, amazing new look Hopewell Street, yeah. there was, like you said, there was a, there was a common reason yeah. for everyone to unite. Yeah. And I don't want to let that 
magic go. So yeah, you just ask anyone on that street. I mean, I'm there all the time. Yeah. You know, it's really important that I'm I continue to do that. And what's really lovely is that um, on this project we've had the one show following us. Okay. So yeah, so the one show did two full days filming, and then obviously we've had loads of journalists, and you know, it's it's been quite insane. Yeah. Um, but what I do when they come on the street is that they want to speak to residents, and I don't go and set that conversation up. I I, I ask permission but then I stand right back because I don't want them to feel like they've got to say something yeah. and you know sometimes I'd have a little bit of an earwig and yeah. wow like yeah. what people have been saying I mean that is why I do it yeah, yeah. stunning absolutely amazing can I ask a question because you're doing this in Gloucester yeah it's all about how um, some of the county so it's county council that gave you some funding yeah what has been the response from council Gloucester city council in general uh, nothing <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard from them at all haven't even had like a well done from them oh, which wow. is like insane the um the county councillor so the one from Barton and Treadworth he's been absolutely amazing but you okay. know councillors aren't they're not employed by the council so like but I would have would have been nice for some like council officers to yeah. maybe have sent like a well done I don't know I just think everyone needs to unite a lot more yeah, I mean facts. if someone's done something good then like speak out about it yeah um but no I there's nothing that I would have loved more from the city council to have been massively more part of my projects. Mm. In fact, when I did the Rainbow Street, I was actually, because people like really don't like the council, right? So I'm all about <laughs> changing mindsets, because yeah, I just yeah. don't, you know, a lot of people uh, judge a book by its cover, a lot of people are wrong on their you know, understanding, and I wanted nothing more than to stand up and say, this council's been amazing, they're so supportive, but it's got nowhere. <laughs> I've, I've even had, I've even had like, a, yeah, I've been told, I've had warnings from the council. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do, you, what do you think the barriers are? What do you think there's? I think a that there's just or? a total disconnect. Okay. You know what? And you just can't, as a creative, which a lot of people are calling me now. Yes. Like you will just come across so many barriers if yeah. you go down certain routes because a lot of us think when we do projects that we need to include certain authorities yeah, yeah, yeah. and we need to try and you know maybe get count funding from certain things and a lot of the time you're just totally off point so everyone that I've met that's tried to do anything in this city have all come across a brick wall yeah. and that's normally because of the council or you know other avenues to those means and I'm really lucky in the fact that I've done all this as an individual because I didn't want to wait around you know these streets would never have happened if I had waited for council or waited for funding, yeah. I just went and did it. Yeah. And that's why I've got this, you know, really cool portfolio of work now, proven track record yeah. that I can literally change the yeah. perception of an area and the lives of the people living in that area. Yeah. So like, what's not to back really? Yeah. No, I love that. Cause I think the conversations that I've had with um, in anything that I've wanted to do with the, in, relation to the, in relation to the council is that because of the council's guidances that they've got, they've got to do things by the letter of the law or um, principles, policies that they've written themselves or they may be even outdated um, that we can't, they can't support in certain areas. Yeah. And, it's, and that's a big barrier. I would encourage, I don't know if you would maybe say the thing, is um, people to get involved in the council and maybe be different kind of councillors um, as well as... <laughs> but but because in, in terms of like you as an individual coming up across you you're passionate you're you're a doer and those things are incredible and i'm in my head i'm thinking oh 
wouldn't it be great if you were in a position or someone who had a heart like you was in in a bigger position that can maybe do things? Do you, so am, like I, change, am I just the change within? Yeah, am I naive? Yeah, am I naive? Yeah, yeah I think a little bit naive, but I, I don't blame me for saying that. So a lot of people would think that you know the the next route for me would to become part of the council. Or to become a councillor. Mayor? Mayor, maybe? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You have to be a councillor to be a mayor. <laughs> oh, damn it. Not the mayor of, but not mayor of Barton, though. That's a different one. That's apolitical. But okay. anyway, that's another thing. And I love it. Barton and Treadwell. You know Barton and Treadwell wasn't even part of Gloucester until 1827. Yeah, yeah. I thought everyone yeah, knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> that's why it's got its own high street. And that's why it has this oh. mock mayor, which, you know, is quite fun because okay. it's not linked to anything oh, political. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A bit of history. Yeah, yeah. But no, oh, so the know. idea of, yeah, like maybe I should go into the council. I mean, I, you know, of course. But you know what? The word bureaucracy comes in. Mm-hmm. So, that's you right. know, anyone that I know that's tried to do something like that has just come across this, like, it takes six months to send, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get anything done. Yeah. Whereas I just go and do it. Yeah. And what's wonderful about what I'm doing is I don't need any permissions because I do it all in, uh, so I don't need any permissions from the council because mm-hmm. yes. I do it all in non-conservation areas. Um, all I need is permissions from the owners and the residents and the tenants and the backing from the community and then it's all happy and you know what I'm not restricted to anything that I do now and do you how long do you think I'd last in a council I mean I'd just be fired (laughs) (laughs) just the way that I talk (laughs) it's just like it's just not PC at all you know it's passionate it's individual I don't have to conform and that's why it works (laughs) amazing stunning stunning (laughs) so it's pride month um, Pride Month Rainbow, any cl- correlation? Uh, not necessarily, but you know, I've kind of been part of that scene for years and years. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool that it's getting so much recognition, like with the Pride. I'm thinking Cheltenham started somewhere now. Oh, Gloucester dope. had one. Dope. But you know, and still no gay bars in the whole of Gloucestershire. I've spent most of my life in gay bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, and I'm really fortunate, like, me and my other half, we're straight, but yeah, I'm yeah. lucky that I'm with a guy that's really comfortable around gay guys, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, they're, like, some of the best clubs I've ever been to. I know loads of drag queens. Okay. You know, but okay. it's quite funny. I, I yeah, thought yeah. that more people would link the rainbow houses to that scene, but it doesn't really get linked not- that much, no. Okay. I think, for me, it's probably in the community it's in. Yeah. I think because it's in that community, it's in the Barton yeah. area, it's on Hope Bar Street. But yeah. it's not linked. Yeah, that okay, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, when I seen it, I yeah, didn't associate no, it with yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that been, scene. I didn't associate yeah. it with that. There's been hardly any references. And yeah. when we did the Rainbow Street in lockdown one, obviously the whole NHS thing was rainbow, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, fact. Okay. So I remember, um, I remember someone saying, were you, were you doing it for that reason? I'm like, no, I just want to make a Rainbow Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, really, I'm really clever in the fact that I won't link myself to anything like that okay so i won't link myself for the nhs loads of people said why don't you paint a house in ukraine colors and i don't want my streets linked yeah. to like a no, war okay. Okay, you fine. know it's my it's kind of my prerogative what what route i go down yeah, yeah. um but no it's just rainbow because you know it just looks amazing yeah. and yeah dope, dope, dope. <laughs> no it's amazing that Someone is. actually did ask on some Facebook group, are the houses now identifying with themselves better? <laughs> <laughs> so I put on there, not sure, but I'll knock on number six tomorrow and ask. One thing I did want to go back to was um, you said you commission artists to do the, I can't say the word. Murals. M- murals. Uh, that word. Yeah. Um, 
Is that like a process you go through or is it people you already know or could people apply to? Yeah, no, so at the moment I haven't had people applying. I've seeked out like who I think would suit. Mm -hmm. You've got to be really careful what you put on these walls, right? Yeah, you can't put stuff that's offensive. Yeah. You've got to have an artist that's within budget, available, has got a portfolio of work. Mm -hmm. Someone that potentially you're getting at the start of their career. Okay, I mean, I'd yeah, like yeah. nothing more than to have more local artists in there. But at the moment, my projects have been literally in the planning, like Hopewell Street. I only knew I was properly going to do it like a month and a half before I did it. Yeah. And I actually had an artist in mind. But by the time I could say yay, she was booked up for the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Hopewell Street mural, you know, I love, I love plants. I love flowers. To have the word Hopewell Street in it was pretty good. I mean, it's not anything like standout unique, but it's clever because it's non-defensive. Yeah, yeah. It looks really it, like highly impactful with the flower popping out the side. Yeah. Same as the Rainbow Square one. So that was um, an artist called Zoe Power in Bristol. And up until now, I've only chosen female artists, yeah, yeah, which I think is like, pretty cool. Obviously, that's not going to stop me from having male artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I kind of wanted to do that for female artists. So yeah, that's something that I'm pretty passionate about. And they've really come into the forefront of the scene now, whereas before it was completely dominated by male yeah. street yeah, yeah. artists. Um, and a lot of them paint by hand. They don't use spray cans. So these take ages. <laughs> yeah. um, and we have to prep the walls before. So that's like another week before they arrive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the one on the Rainbow Square was a really nice story actually, because I did have an artist and he wasn't coming up with what I kind of wanted. So I had to ditch him. I remember I was abroad. Yeah. It was really awkward. I'm just like, nah, sorry, it's not working yeah. out. And then I just found this girl she's from Bristol. She did like, um, for Upfest, they had girls, they had five girls paint buildings either mm -hmm. side. And she was my favorite one. So I Instagrammed her and it was there. And then I said, right, send me over some ideas. And she's quite well known for painting quite large figurative women. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Picasso, like okay, Cubist. Okay. And so yeah. she sent me three ideas over. One of them just looked like me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how pretentious would that be? It's like I've commissioned her to paint me <laughs> on the city centre of Gloucester. Yeah, yeah. So like, we can't have that one. It was playing it like a guitar. And I'm like, yeah, well, I would never have played that. It would have been an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was... Um, two women like kind of mirrored and I just thought you know that's just too much yeah, scope yeah. for someone to put like okay, yeah, yeah, a naughty course. thing between them <laughs> so that can't work and the third one was these contortionists which is what the what the mural yeah, is yeah. and it's funny because one of my favorite people that I met on Hopewell Street yeah. her daughter is part of the circus oh, wow. and used to do contortionist acts so I'm just wow. like so, like that's crazy yeah. so that's how we chose that but also really clever that we, you know, titled it. So it's got the rainbow square, you know, so no one needs to rename it. Yeah. <laughs> that was suggested by some people quite high up that they should do it. But I absolutely turned, declined that offer because that's not how I roll. And at the bottom to have the word Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when you organise these projects, you've got to think how they're going to look in pictures. So these projects go worldwide. So Hopewell Street has now gone global. Yeah. It was bought by a American media company, The Story, a few days ago. Oh, and now Australia is starting to ring me up to go on breakfast shows, etc. So you need to understand what you know how to get Gloucester on that map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my aim: is to get Gloucester on the arts and cultural map. Right? Gloucester's oh, known yeah, for like oh, great amazing. things, but it's also known for some really crap things. Yeah, and it's about time that everyone just like, that's the past. 
now we need to make the city shine and the way that you make those pictures go really far is that you choose really good artists yeah. and the, what the image that you put on it's really smart yeah. and what's really nice about the rainbow square mural is at the bottom it's got the word Gloucester yeah and the word Gloucester is actually the lettering is taken from the old pub, the old Robin Hood Inn pub on Hopewell Street. Oh, wow. So we copied the letters from yeah. that pub because back then I was still, you know, sorting out that street. Yeah, so yeah. I thought, what lettering are you going to use? Oh, I know of somewhere. Yeah. There's this street that I'm See? fixing at the minute. So yeah. there you go, there's oh, the link. The connection. Just, do you know what's crazy? Mind as games. I love it. Or as just a, someone in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drive and you don't realise what goes behind. Oh, absolutely. So when I seen it, because I used to work um, just by GR1. So when I seen it, I just thought, oh, people's paying. I didn't think nothing of it. Yeah. Just because I seen it, oh, that looks nice, and yeah. you kind of keep it moving. And that's it. But you don't know everything that goes behind. Mm. It. So yeah. It's good for people to know what's gone behind all it. It's not just pink. No, yeah. not at all. And you so know what? You know what? How that started? That building. I got mm. my friends to buy that building. Four oh, years ago, yeah. I was chatting to the people that lived there and they were considering selling. And I knew someone that wanted to buy a house. So I got my mates to buy it so I could get the permission to paint the mural on the side of it. That's amazing. Yeah, we've done it on, um, yeah, on this it. latest project. We had to get someone to buy a flat and a shop yeah. so we could paint it. Yeah, but that is all the planning that goes into That's it. That's amazing. So yeah. you, know, you would never, yeah. I would never guess oh, that. So That's much good. work goes into these projects. Oh, it's like insane. You know, all year I'm on it. Yeah. My other half's cursing me because like, <laughs> I just don't have a social life at the moment. I love that story. Yeah. If if you if that person who did buy that uh, shop and uh, office needs a rental person, like I would well, love an office what? space. <laughs> I, do, I do need an office space. It's it's like it's the Barton Street ones, the old Bob Tattooist. Yeah. Okay. That's been shut for years and years and years. Oh, yeah. And you know what would be. So when you apply for funding, yeah. right, it's all a bit new to me because it's the first time I've ever received funding. Yeah, yeah. Right, so they want to, obviously Gloucestershire County Council are well happy with me because yeah. I've got like, international press. Yeah, yeah. You, yes. know, what, you know, anyone else that's got this funding, who's, well, I haven't heard of any of the other projects yeah, yeah, yeah. yet, but you know, I'm kind of like shining a light for them as well. Thanks. And um, they, always, they always ask about what, you know, what impact will it have? Well, you know, it's, first of all, it's just changing people's lives that live on the street, yeah, yeah. the perception of the city. You know, I'd love to turn Barton and Chadworth into the arts and cultural quarter of Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why has yeah. no one done that already? Yeah, yeah. It's already the cultural part. Yeah, yeah, make but like, a lot of sense. Let's bung in the art bit. Yeah, you know, and then you've got the title, so. Arts and Cultural Quarter. This is all marketing savvy yeah, moves for a city. Yeah. Um, but what would be the most amazing impact is if that shop that's been bought gets yeah. turned into a really cool shop because it's been shut for 30 years. And that's what I'm hoping. I always used to go past that shop yeah. wondering about. Yeah. And there's loads of empty shops on Barton Street, loads yeah, of empty shops yeah, on High is. Street. Yeah, you know, is. let's see what these effects have. Yeah, let's yeah, hope yeah. that it just, you know, brings it all back to even go into town. Because yeah. you could buy everything on High Street. Yeah. Well, that would be, it would be amazing. Yeah. That would be, that'd be glorious, mate. That would be glorious. That'd be yeah, glorious. I did put that actually as one of my stories, but they yeah. didn't use it. Okay. So when in, when you turn to talk about impact for um application when you sent your application form in, did you actually put like international press? Yeah. As impact. Yeah, wow. and one show's following me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, That's I didn't stunning. actually. I didn't know the one show was going to follow me. Yeah. 
But I actually sent another email saying, yeah, the one show is going to follow this one. Oh, yeah, it's like updated, yeah, but yeah. I don't yeah. even think they got that. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, they haven't got a clue how to run the, like, the yeah. marketing side of things. In fact, they've even asked me for a lesson. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm all self-taught, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know how to do any of this, but I'm, you know, I'm really cunning how I, I write a lot of my stories. You know, normally I'll submit my own photographs. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it all kind of rolls. Yeah. So that's, that's again, another huge part of the project that runs behind the scenes of what you're seeing happening on the street. Yeah. yeah. Stunning. It's amazing. Stunning. <laughs> Stunning. No, it's, it's amazing. Tasha, if, if uh, anyone wanted to get hold of you, um, kind of support you so on social media, things like that, yeah. what, how, what could they, how can they get hold so of they you? So they can contact me on Instagram, which is Tash Fruitko, T-A-S-H-F-R-O-O-T-K-O, or Twitter, it's like at Fruitko Tash, capital F, yeah. Capital T, um, yeah. I'm yeah. always best though. If you contact me that way, because yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit rubbish on social media, <laughs> but I keep missing messages. I missed okay. one from the Huffington Post. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I had to ring my mate up. I'm like, are they bigger than the Guardian? <laughs> <laughs> she went, yeah. That was for the Rainbow Street. Uh, yeah. Hadn't even seen it. It went oh, into Instagram messages. Oh. I don't even look at it. Have you replied now? Yeah, but I was eight days late, oh. and they said we're really sorry. We've run with another story oh, now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, um, post, yeah, you they're pretty you big, aren't they? <laughs> you need a market. Yeah, yeah. So I have the same like Heart Radio. So yeah. again, Rainbow Street, Heart Radio, yeah. uh, Facebook messaged me. Yeah. Didn't even have Messenger on my smartphone. <laughs> I've only just got it on there actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh my it's god. Crazy how you can't be contacted yeah, through yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as someone as soon as as soon as I see the message, then yeah. I'll always give my over my mobile yeah, yeah. if they're like not weirdos. <laughs> not that you know that uh, or my email address yeah. because you know there's only you don't want to like clutter up your mind with all this stuff yeah of course you know? and, and like you said you're exactly and like you said you got a passion for the what you're doing specifically yeah. and it's not necessarily that you want you're doing it to get not at all there, oh my goodness like i would have loved to have done it totally under the yeah. radar so no one knew it was me yeah. honestly last thing and i've just got to be careful because it has got a little bit out of control this one with the media yeah. Yeah. and everyone's like how are you coping i'm like yeah all right yeah. <laughs> you know it's like i'm talking about i'm talking yeah. about like my my own baby right it's yeah. like i'm passionate about it it's not like i need to be told what to say like it's it's not all my work yeah so it's like it's wonderful to talk about it yeah. and the more i can get that message across like you said before it's going to inspire inspire more people hopefully inspire like developers and stuff because some yeah. of those what they're building is just soulless yeah. i mean you drive past these new developments and they're putting like fake chimneys on them to try <laughs> to try and give <laughs> them get... some sort of personality yeah, yeah yeah some kind of life yeah no this is great i think in like 10 years time netflix is going to do like a fake documentary on your life mm. so who's going to do who's going to play you tell oh, me a character that's going to be you. but you know what i've turned down channel four what yeah they contacted me like they all have production companies yeah, yeah, yeah. and they wanted uh in on me and like documentary follow me and i just no no nah okay that's like invasion of my life oh that's a fact that's a fact yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you i mean at the moment i can control it so i kind of i devote like the month of may and it's funny because you know now it's like what we now 
June. Something of June. Twelve, I don't even 12? know what the date is. Twelfth yeah, of June. So now I'm, I've got to slip back into my actual job. Like, you know, I'm a landlady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My students are about to start moving out. So you know, I've got to make sure that that's all going all right. Um, but May is a really good month because um, traditionally it's like quite good weather. May. Not a lot of people realise that. Everyone thinks July and August. No, mate, yeah. they rain. <laughs> it yeah. rains a lot. And I know that because I used to run my music festival in August, <laughs> and it just ruined the whole of my summer. So yeah. I've always said like the month of May is when I'll devote like transforming the city and then there's a few weeks after like the just the repercussions with the press mm-hmm. um but next year's project is gonna be like it's just a much it's Huge, like yeah. yeah it's just massive yeah, scale yeah. so i don't know how i'm gonna cope with that but we'll probably just start it in march yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna have like a couple of months before yeah, yeah. um and then probably like lose the plot around yeah. like at the end of each of the months yeah because it does take a lot out of you yeah i bet it does yeah you know, it's loads like having to keep a whole team of painters on side you know because a lot it's really physical you know everyone's having to work out the psychology of the street people are having to like talk on cameras for the first time you know it's a lot to ask of people i take it all very much in my stride but i totally appreciate that others can't do that and it is really it can really like mess up people you know, mm. Rainbow Street went through nine different painters. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Is, is one painter painting every house, or do you have No, not painters? No, on Hopewell Street, we had four painters in total. Oh, yeah. yeah, and a lot, a lot of people can't commit to that amount of time. Yeah. Plus also, when it rains, you can't paint. Yeah. So like, really, you've got to find someone. We had some wonderful painters on Hopewell Street, all local to Gloucester, yeah. and that's really important to keep yeah. everything as local as I can. The only thing that I'm not keeping local at the moment are those big murals, and that's because I've not found anyone yet in the city that, you know, mm. can either do what sort of artwork I need or available. So mm. yeah, but that's something that I hope to bring in when I get more canvases, and High Street will hopefully allow that. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Right. There's just one question I did want to ask. Go on, go on. You talk about being around Bristol. You speak about street art. Yeah. Do you know Banksy? <laughs> Ooh, we're getting an exclusive. Well, I know people from Massive Attack. Okay, so that's, oh, that's good. It's all linked. But, oh, is it? She's not going to tell us his real name. I'm Nana Cherry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you went into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, as you talk about the festival scene, I know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all linked through yeah. research. I've seen it's all linked. Yeah. No, it's all linked. Yeah. yeah, there is all linked. Yeah. yeah. So you're not going to tell us Banksy's real name? No. no. Is there a possibility? Is it just one person? Yes, Ooh, there we go. Good mm. questions. Is there a possibility we may see a Banksy spring up? Ooh. Oh, you know, it was quite In funny to say that, yeah? Because it was a chart, wasn't it? Well, no, he's got, a, yeah. he's got a good mate called Inky. And okay. I met Inky in like a nightclub. I think we were Sasha was playing. Okay. And I yeah. couldn't understand why people were coming up and asking him to sign like their coats and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we ended up like going to a party and stuff and uh, he's really good friends with that whole collective of people. And I actually on the uh, Rainbow Street I painted one of the houses in like his favorite color, which is like an indigo color. And I think I sent him a little message. I thought maybe he could come and do something on the door. But you know what he did? Like completely reverse. He went, no, it's nothing new. It's all over Bristol. (laughs) They've got a colourful house in Bristol. I was like, oh, thanks, mate. (laughs) Well, it was worth a shot. Yeah, yeah, Individual painting entire streets. I'm the only person in the world doing this. There were some wonderful, like, two Dutch guys that used to go into Flavellas in Brazil. You should have a look. It's like the Flavella Painting Project. Again, like, massive inspiration to me. And they went to these places. You know, that's like... 
That's like next level. That's like gangland, right? Yeah, and like cartels and stuff. And they yeah. went in and they just started painting. Should, oh, Google it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think they did a TED talk as well. But I think it probably just burnt them out because yeah, they didn't yeah. really do much after it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. it's like no money in it. So, yeah. yeah. Incredible. All right, let me just, let's, uh, let's, before we settle down, let's tell me something um, neutral, non-colour related. So, uh, you watch, do you watch movies? Uh, I used to go to the cinema a lot, but I haven't really much recently. You haven't got a favourite movie? Okay. What about a favourite artist, singing, oh. musical artist? Oh no, you should always turn your phone off. <laughs> 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 what song is that? Me. What song is that? Huh? What song is that? Song? That's an old Nokia. Oh, that's just the... <laughs> That's from my old Nokia no. phone. Oh, just a normal tone. Like, you thought you no, I thought you were going to say someone from Bristol. No, no, no. Like, like an no. artist from Bristol. Okay. Oh. No, cool. that was my other half ringing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so you said you said you'd be half an hour. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we'll go for dinner after. Yeah. Would be nice. Oh, Treat you out for some nice dinner. Um, what were you asking? So tell me something. Oh, okay. Favourite Rest- artist. Favourite artist, yeah. Um, well, there's like loads, but I'll link it to the, the, the streets. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, um... There's this French artist called Yves Klein. He's no longer around. And he is one of the only artists that actually invented his own paint colour. Oh, wow. It's called like ultra ultra blue. And you'll see it because I've painted number 11 Nettleton Road in that colour. And you can only get get it from like a film company because they paint like film sets in it. And it's like so, it's a bit like that blue actually. Um, but you can't get it mixed up because it's got, like this colour, it's, it's got too high pigmentation in it. Yeah. So I painted 11 Nettleton Road on the Rainbow Square. And then what was quite insane, on uh, Station Road, there's like a little wreath above one of the houses and no one, we couldn't find out why it was there. Yeah. But Yves Klein used to paint all of his work in his paint. So I decided to create our own piece of Yves Klein artwork and paint the, the wreath on Station uh, Road. So anyone that knows there are an Yves Klein will be like, oh, look, she's got a piece of Yves Klein yeah. in the city. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty dope. It's been good. It's been a really interesting conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, really, definitely. I'm inspired. I'm too, yeah. I talk a lot. No, I like it. I like it. That's good. I think you had a lot of good stuff to say. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people um, when seeing this are gonna hear your, hear a little bit more of your story, and I think yeah, they're gonna good. be encouraged by it. Um, hopefully inspired as well. Yeah, hopefully. And, um, I hope it. I really do think that it, like will catapult a lot of things to happen because, like you said, a lot of people have talked yeah. about a lot of stuff in the city for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I see that there's loads of talent and ability here. Yeah. yeah. It just need. I think it just needed someone to like massively kickstart it. Yeah. 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 But I've also never understood why, you know, from being like a proper party girl, yeah. you know, I've spent loads of time, like, I don't think I've missed a St. Paul's Carnival for like 22 <laughs> years, even though there's only been three in the last yeah, like, yeah. few years. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me. Uh, 1st of July, yeah, I'm definitely there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, and then there's Notting Hill Carnival. But why is there not a, a Jamaican-style carnival that rivals those? Like, why is there not a Treadworth Carnival? So there is Where's a the high, high street, street carnival. Yeah. There is a high street. Yeah, carnival. I went to it last year. But it's not no. nowhere near. Yeah, but why? Could be, mm. couldn't it? I think we're waiting for you, Tash. Yeah, yeah. So why do you think I'm painting the scenery next year? So I've been chatting to the organisers. I might, might need to get like maybe more than three sound systems. You know, you've got the side streets as well. Yeah, yeah. And you know, quite a nice yard on Brook Street that I could get our hands on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've already got my eyes on it. It's like a big festival. But it's, you know, it's run on a Sunday night and it finishes at seven. So there's just been a lot of like um, police and licensing blocking down on that. 
But you know, as a festival organiser, if you just yeah, yeah. write all your T's and C's in your operational report, and you've got someone like with yeah, proper yeah. knowledge, I mean, that could get much bigger. And then look at that draw for Treadworth. Yeah. Hello. Oh, come on. But it needs like, you know, 10,000 people. Yeah, definitely. You know, St Paul's has been a victim of its own success. It got mm-hmm. too big, that's why it shut down. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like crowd crushing. It's like 110,000. But it was yeah. really simple. They just made the site bigger. So it goes yeah. around a much bigger area now. With far less sound systems on each street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bubble each other, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, right. The same systems. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. So that's things to look forward to. Yeah. It's definitely things to look forward to. Maybe we will be rivaling yeah. St. Paul's. Imagine that in Gloucester. Yeah, why not? It's just a big why not for everything. Yeah, I know. I remember going down to St. Paul's Carnival and chatting to some people, and I'm like, where are you from? They're like, we're from Gloucester. And I'm like, what, what is that your sound system? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so how comes I've never been to a party in Gloucester? <laughs> well, not allowed. Yeah, exactly, but you are allowed <laughs> wow. until they've yeah, got yeah. reason to say otherwise. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Non-stopping us. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching this, you like, you're interested. you just got to get yeah. Brian G to headline it, right? Yeah. On a big stage. Yeah. Hello. There you go, yeah. there's your marketing and promotion. Yeah. I like the idea. The motors and the wheels are turning. Yeah, yeah, the wheels are turning. I don't want to get back into organising parties. That's yeah. like I've done that bit. Yeah. But I'll, I'll paint the scenery for it. Imagine that. Yeah. We'll see. I like it. I like it. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much for oh, pleasure. By, really appreciate giving it. us your time. You can see your time's precious. <laughs> and you've come to the little old broken generation. Oh, it's so been wicked. Thank you for having really me. Apologies about the heat. Everyone's not in here, just right. the yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the fan on. But no, thank you very much. You no, nothing more to say. Um, I just want everyone to support everything you're doing. Oh, thank um, you. Be inspired and do stuff themselves. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say, man. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much.